welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are. This is Wednesday of Christmas week. Uh, good morning. Are you guys getting as excited as we are? Yeah, we're excited. Uh, <laughs> we are uh, love Christmas season. This is a, a, my my personal favorite season. So we've absolutely we decorate in November, really. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, Linda this year uh, had the uh, dining room table and living room remain Thanksgiving. Uh, but everything else is already decorated and now she's you know finishing up getting she's been finishing up uh, as we tape this early we're um, uh, ahead of the time that's going to show but uh, she's finishing up the house and uh, it's beautiful it's beautiful it's magnificent excellent so. we are fully decorated um, which again this is you know a couple weeks before when it's actually airing but we're fully decorated and for the first time we have decided to enter our house in the Brentwood light competition oh cool (laughs) so the town actually has um a little you know the town hall some representatives come around and actually will drive by and post pictures on facebook and then they judge the lights and then and really the idea is then to let everybody know where in town has the really fun lights to go see so you you did you did a lot of outside stuff then we yeah we dan always does but we've never entered the competition before and so i've had multiple people recently say you guys really Really need to put it in there so that more people even know to come by just yeah. because he does such a beautiful job with it that yeah. um, it we we have a lot of people who do drive by but just to let it be a little more known that's beautiful so, yeah we yeah, did uh, it's lots of fun we live out in the country so we um, uh, you know not a lot of people uh, see us but but we did uh, decorate outside in Joshua and they were here for Thanksgiving uh, he went out and helped me and um, oh fine and uh, so we, he was we have these big, huge, uh, uh, blue, what they call blue spruce evergreens at, uh-huh. the, at the front of our house. And they're, you know, they're probably 25 feet high. And, yep. uh, so I got a, a big ladder and he gets on top of the ladder and, and it, the pole, it has to string, string the lights around. Yep, but it, it turned yep. out, it turned out beautiful. So, uh, oh, good. and because of, they're so brilliant, um, we can, as we're driving, you know, it'll about again in the country, you can see our house, you know, a good you know, maybe almost almost a half a mile away. And right. As soon, oh, as, that's soon as you make this one turn and see our, you can you see, see the you can see those lights. You know, and uh, so it's it's pretty fun. Isn't uh, that a fun? So we are obviously really big on Christmas, really big on lights, and and Dan puts up so many of them. But I was thinking earlier this season, really, what a joy that is, and how fun it is that light is the thing that we we use there. Yes, yes. And you think about in the Christmas season and Jesus just being such a light 
in the darkness. And in this season where so many, you know, you and I are, are fully enjoying this season, there's a lot of people walking in darkness who are really hurting and need his comfort and yeah. need to understand the beauty of the promise that came so many years ago yeah. of Emmanuel with us. And and just even, you know, putting light on my house as, you know, every time we're wrapping those lights, I'm reminded we are those lights. We bring Jesus. When we walk into a room, we bring his presence with us. Right. Yeah. And uh, what a beautiful thing to be that light and then to surround our house with lights That's right, right now. And it is interesting uh, that, uh, you know, and, that, and we talk about the light, God is the light, and we are reflecting that light. Uh, image of that light that people get attracted to light uh, yeah so they do they love driving around we we actually do that too we actually yeah. we love driving around seeing uh, all those fantastic decorations that Peter, we people do put too up. yes and it's thrilling and it's obviously it's lights you know because uh, mm -hmm. you, you watch it i mean you can see certain things during the day of of these uh you know things that they put up but the real spectacular stuff is light in the darkness oh absolutely you know? so it's, it's a pretty it's pretty cool well, we've been talking about uh, overcoming uh, worry, fear, and anxiety, and mm -hmm. we've, we're in this discussion of God is loyal to the covenant, and he wants to let us know absolutely 100%, uh, my kingdom rules, I can deliver this, I can solve your problems, nothing is too difficult for me, and I'm loyal to the covenant absolutely, uh, forever, right. forever and ever. Uh, it's mm -hmm. it's true. And, and even David, last time we talked about David, said, while you're solving it, you know, could you send me a sign for good? And, and we talked about that we, as the body, are to be part of that sign. Right. That we come alongside of somebody like you discussed uh, yesterday that, yeah. you know, God led you to contact somebody who's really probably under the pressure of something. And mm -hmm. you'll have a chance just that you talk to her. Right. Said to her, God cares about me. Right, right. Uh, and how beautiful is that? So, and that just encouraged her it heart. It does. Yeah. Uh, so as we continue this discussion of uh, covenant loyalty, let's go ahead and go. We are in Psalm 103. We actually talked about angels uh, yesterday, and that was kind of fun. Uh, but let's go to Psalm uh, 108, 1 to 6. 108, 1 to sure. 6. My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make melody with all my being. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is great above the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth, that your beloved ones may be delivered. Give salvation by your right hand and answer me. Yeah, um, and this is a really cool psalm. Um, uh, and again, um, you know, David is writing this. Um, he starts out by saying what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what? What does he say? I'm gonna sing and make melodies praising God. Okay, yeah. now he ends that I need help. Mm-hmm. But he started with I'm gonna sing praise. Right. Okay, now that's Even the, in the midst of the trouble. Yeah, now see, that's the opposite mm -hmm. of what we tend to do. Right. It's like, I got a problem and I'm, I'm sad, sullen, and discouraged until that problem gets resolved. Uh, so yeah, I'd like to go ask God, that'd be good. Uh, why do you think David flips it on this? Uh, that says, well, I'm gonna actually start out praising you. On what basis is he, is he praising God? Knowing what he's going to do. Okay, 
So he hasn't done it yet, but he has every confidence that he will. And so he's praising him ahead of the answer. Yeah, because he says, I know that your, your uh, steadfast love, and the word there is covenant loyalty, I'm, I'm, I know that you're loyal to the covenant. Mm-hmm. I got a problem. I got an issue. I need deliverance. But I know that you're going to deliver it, and because uh, you are loyal to the covenant, and because of that, actually, I'm going to praise you. Okay, now, now, on what basis could you have that confidence that, that you're going to... Having that, experienced it before. Yeah. Knowing, knowing that he has done it for you before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so um, he, he says, I'm confident, I'm confident, I'm confident. And because I'm confident, you, in a sense, you're joining God in the understanding is, well, therefore a resolution is going to come. I see it. I haven't experienced yet, but I see it and know it. Right. So I can praise you ahead of time because my heart isn't, isn't sad. It's full of joy because why? Well, it's going to get resolved. And that's right. the difference of, uh, think about what the, does that do? If you're praising, mm-hmm. what, what are you not doing? You're not complaining, you're not doubting, you're not questioning. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and see, you're not drifting into fear, Mm -hmm. worry, and anxiety. Right, right. Uh, Because you're expecting the positive outcome, which is why you can praise. And see, it's not a, Mm -hmm. and this is something that everybody needs to understand, that this is not a formula. Right. Because people say, okay, all right, well, then I'll start, I'll just praise I'll start with praise. I'll (laughs) praise, I'll do that. Okay, I praise you, I praise you. But underneath it all, you're still, (laughs) I wonder if this is ever going to get resolved. Uh, no, it's a real mm-hmm. rejoicing that my heart is lifted up because I know that I know that I know it's going to be resolved. And see, that's that's the difference of going. Okay, so here, back up with that just a minute, if you don't mind, because there are people, you know, you and I have walked this long enough that I, I feel like in this situation, we could respond the same way David did. We yeah. could start with praising because we truly do know that by experience. Right. For the person who's listening right now going, I don't know that by experience. So if you're telling me, you know, he's praising first out of confidence, there is nothing that I have to relate that to. Yeah. I don't I don't really understand how that could be. Yeah, so exactly. Can you go there a little no, bit yeah, and help, yeah. help that person? No, yeah. that's exactly right. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Um, you say I can praise, but uh, I can't. I can't do it. I, I, yeah. I'm not there yet. Or if I do, it's fake. It's lip it's, service. It's phony. So um, yeah. Okay, that's right. That's right. Um, I think it, we've we've addressed this a little bit where David uh, back in Psalm uh, 86, mm-hmm. he says, um, while I'm walking. Uh, learning that you're going to deliver the covenant. Could you show me a sign for good? Right, uh, right. Because I, I, I'm not there. And I think in Psalm 86 is different than where he's at here in Psalm 108. Yeah. Uh, I think he wasn't there yet. Um, and so he's saying, yeah, I, under, I understand. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, it's not a formula. It's just as you practice this. Right. You will be able to praise ahead of time mm-hmm. because of the covenant loyalty. But in the meantime, uh, that what we're trying to say is this. God is loyal to the covenant. Mm-hmm. 
and again, let me let me get to the basic uh, element of that. That's what he says in Scripture, right. and that's why we keep we're going to keep t- talking through these verses. And it's not just one verse. That that's why we're going to the depth of this. Right. Is that it's over and over and over and over and over again, because it's so okay. Right. If it's not and that's, so, let me just highlight yeah. a little something. I you know I think you've heard this before too, but I love it. Just because I don't believe something or I haven't experienced it doesn't mean it's not true. That's right. You know, and that's something we need to get our heads around when it comes to scripture. My my disbelief in a scripture because I haven't really wrestled with it or experienced it yet does not make it any less true. That's period. Right. That's right. And think of. Uh, uh, let me give you a, a, a uh, picture of that. <laughs> Think of uh, back uh, when uh, Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean mm-hmm. blue uh, <laughs> to uh, launch out, thinking, believing that there was a, a new, what's called, he was, he was looking for the, what's called the new world. The new world, yeah. Okay, now, what do you, what do you uh, understand was that the the typical belief of what people thought about what's right. what's out there is was what it's flat. Well, they still thought it was flat, right? It's flat, <laughs> and it falls off. Mm-hmm. Um, because why? Well, because obviously there was no technology. There wasn't an ability yeah. to get above it. Um, you could see, and that's kind of what they saw. Yeah, they could see, and it was it was postulated. Uh, you could see that the sun was round. Mm-hmm. You could see that the, the uh, planets were round. So you could say, well, maybe, maybe, but as far as we can see, it's flat. Right. Um, okay, did it make it so? Because I didn't know that. No. And no. Christopher Columbus and a, and a bunch of others said, yeah, I think, I think it's round. Um, I don't know yet. I'm willing to try. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they sailed out. You know, and they went out, um, and you know the reports were that it's it's not flat. It must not be flat because we don't come to an edge. Right. Um, it just keeps going, and, and we go out there. And by the way, it looks like it's flat, but out there, and then we go out there, and it mm-hmm. looks like it's flat, but we're still going. Uh, so just because they didn't know the truth, it didn't right. ma- it didn't make it didn't it, change it didn't the truth. change the truth. Um, right. And so when God says, I'm loyal to the covenant, and he basically says, I know that you don't experience this. Mm-hmm. I understand it. Because remember, he said, you, in order to experience it, you have to be with me in my kingdom. Right. And most of you aren't. Because you're right. off doing your own thing, walking away from me, trying to solve it yourself, which is why it ain't being solved. Right. Uh, but I'm loyal to the covenant. You can trust me. Uh, and that's why I think David said, well, show me a sign for good, encourage me. And that's what we're trying to do. And what we understand, and we've seen this with all of our leaders, with all the people that have been through our retreats, uh, going through our material, when they say, I'm going to give it a try. Mm-hmm. And they start to hear hear God's voice and they start to get God's clarity and they start to see, oh, I got this problem. And God resolves it. Now they say, you know what? I, I'm, I'm beginning to understand that you're that he's loyal to the covenant. I'm going to try it again, and I'm going to try it again, and then ultimately it's getting to this place in Psalm 108 where David says, well, "I can just start there." Right. 
Well, and I think too, I don't remember which Psalm we were in yesterday, but um, in one of the Psalms that we had read through, it even talked about, um, he was declaring his wondrous works. Right. And, and part of that, as, as we see him journey to this point here, um, was the practice of praising and, and declaring what he has seen. And sometimes we need reminders. Right. We need to remind ourselves of his faithfulness. Right. And keeping those stories fresh and, and remembering what God has done in the past helps give us strength and courage and faith and covenant loyalty for the future. Right. That's right. Uh, okay, let's go uh, to the next one, Psalm 109, 21 to 31. Psalm 109, 21 to 31. But you, O God, my Lord, deal on my behalf for your name's sake, because your steadfast love is good. Deliver me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is stricken within me. I am gone like a shadow at evening. I am shaken off like a locust. My knees are weak through fasting. My body has become gaunt with no fat. I am an object of scorn to my accusers. When they see me, they wag their heads. Help me, O Lord, my God. Save me according to your steadfast love. Let them know that this is, it, that this is your hand. You, O Lord, have done it. Let them curse, but you will bless. They arise and are put to shame, but your servant will be glad. May my accusers be clothed with dishonor. May they be wrapped in their own shame as in a cloak. With my mouth, I will give great thanks to the Lord. I will praise him in the midst of the throng, for he stands at the right hand of the needy one to save him from those who condemn his soul to death. Yeah, um, and he's, uh, he's kind of implying here uh, that um, this is uh, something coming against me. You know, these are situations where they're shaming me. They're... Attack, right. are attacking me. They're uh, coming against me. Right. And, and he, really by the looks of it, of the way he's writing it, it appears to me that he, you know, that he would say from all physical appearances, it doesn't look like you're with me, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't getting fixed. It ain't getting resolved. Yeah. Uh, but he says, your covenant loyalty is good. So because of that, mm -hmm. deliver me from this. Uh, I'm poor and meaty. Um, he's actually describing, um, I, uh, in this case, I'm not at a place where I can praise or, or feel uh, uh, joyful to praise. I'm really struggling. Yeah, uh, which I do love how authentic that is, how yeah. we can see, you know, in that he praises authentically, but he also mourns and, and seeks God authentically when he's when he's not feeling it. He's, he's very just real with yeah, God. Yeah, and then he says, help me according to your covenant loyalty that they everybody knows that you did it. They're cursing me, but let you bless me. Uh, in other mm -hmm. words, what they're doing, what they're saying, what they're uh, uh, fulfilling isn't really fully capable because it can't prevent God from blessing me. Right. I know they're coming right. against me and they're actually cursing me, but but you can bless me. Um, and then may they be mm -hmm. the ones that are disgraced. And then I'll praise you because of what you're about ready to do. Uh, now, here's the key to the whole thing. <clears throat> He knows where to go. Mm. Uh, is he is he having it resolved at the moment? Nope. No. Is he a little bit discouraged? Discouraged to the point yeah. of physically, I'm really struggling. Right. Um, and I'm telling you what's going on here, and they're cursing me. But because yeah. of your covenant loyalty, I know where to go. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to go to you and ask you to deliver me. And by the way, you will. And then what's right. going to then then I'll praise you. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's a beautiful uh, description of, of of like you said where a lot of people tend to be is I'm really discouraged 
Yeah. Uh, and what we're saying is, well, then go to God. Mm-hmm. Come on, go ask him. Go, go, go. On the basis of what he said, which was because he said it over and over and over again, either we have to reject the Bible as not really true, or it's true, and therefore I got to learn how it's true. Right. Uh, so let me let me go and pursue that. Um, okay, go to Psalm uh, 115. Uh, first of all, just verse one, and then we'll go to 915. Uh, 115, okay. verse one. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Okay, now this is cool. Um, He says, um, for the sake of your loyalty to the covenant, Mm -hmm. may you be glorified. I'm going to start out with that statement. For the sake of your covenant loyalty, may you be glorified. Okay, he's implying something. How how is God going to be glorified? By what he delivers through the covenant. By what he actually does in reality. So it's not, may you be glorified because you're God. Mm -hmm. May you be glorified for the sake of your covenant loyalty. The fact that demonstrate the covenant to me. So I'm I'm asking you and believing and and understanding you're going to be loyal to the covenant. Because then you're going to be glorified through it. Which will be supernatural. And again in that. I see um, a nod to the supernatural, his trust in that God does things supernaturally, because even the starting there, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name, give glory. And so knowing that if some, if glory is going to be given, it's coming back to God. And often if it's in the natural and we have gone out and done it ourselves, we're pretty quick to get the glory and others give us the glory. That's right. Okay. And and then uh, jump up now to uh, verses nine to um, uh, 15 in the same Psalm 115. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has remembered us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and the great. May the Lord give you increase, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. So uh, basically, <laughs> he says what? I'm going to bless you <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, every possible way. Uh, because why? Well, he's mindful of us mm-hmm. and he's loyal to the covenant. Uh, so that because he's thinking of us and it's personal, that in the middle of uh, you know, what I need help for and why do you need help? Well, because I've got a problem. Right. Uh, and I can't solve it. And, that, mm-hmm. and that's why even even last, you know, we talked about the last verse is, well, then go to God who can solve it. Right. Uh, now, don't try to figure it out how to solve it. Or don't say, let me come up with a plan and you bless my plan. It says, no, you bless me by me following you into, the, mm-hmm. into your answer for the covenant loyalty. And I'm going to trust you and expect you to bless me. And bless you is what? Resolution. Right. I, need, I need resolution. Uh, why? Because you're mindful of me and you're loyal to the covenant. So... Uh, he's basically saying, um, I'm going to trust you, and then I'm going to ask you to fulfill what you just said of, of doing, which, which in this case is, you know, uh, might be mindful of us and, and bless us, and basically everything around it that you're going to uh, fulfill me, and by the way, my family is going to benefit from that. It's a beautiful thing. Okay, go to Psalm uh, 28. Excuse me, Psalm, not Psalm, Proverbs. Proverbs. Right. Proverbs 20, 28. 
Steadfast love and faithfulness preserve the king, and by steadfast love his throne is upheld. Yeah. So uh, by uh, twice, he says, covenant loyalty uh, is that uh, you're going to live out your life, going to be upheld, it's going to be real based upon my covenant loyalty. Um, and God makes an amazing statement that you can trust me that your, your life, your situation will be upheld, will be lived out, will become real based upon my loyalty to the covenant. It's not hypothetical and it's not theological and it's not kinda. It's I'm going, right. to, I'm going to do it and your life will be lived that way. Hmm. Uh, okay, now as we uh, uh, finish this issue of covenant loyalty, let's look at an example uh, and go to uh, Nehemiah chapter one. Uh, this is Nehemiah. Now he's... Remember, um, he's part of the remnant mm. uh, that was captured, uh, his parents and grandparents. He was born in Babylon. He's never seen uh, Israel. Right. Uh, and so uh, he's living in a little bit of trouble, although he himself is living the covenant life because he's being blessed to be a blessing right where he's mm -hmm. at. But then something happens. So read uh, right. Nehemiah 1, 1 to 11. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah. Now it happened in the month of Tislev in the 20th year, as I was in Susa, in the, Citadel, Susa the Citadel, that Hanani, one of my brothers, came with certain men from Judah. And I asked them concerning the Jews who escaped, who had survived the exile, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, the remnant there in the province who had survived the exile is in great trouble and shame. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates are destroyed by fire. As soon as I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days. And I continued fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And I said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments. Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant that I now pray before you day and night for the people of Israel, your servants, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Even I and my father's house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, and the rules that you commanded your servant Moses. Remember the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of the heaven, from there I will gather them and bring them to the place that I have chosen to make my name dwell there. They are your servants and your people, whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant, to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name and give success to your servant today and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. Yep. And he was a cupbearer. Now he said he was a cupbearer to the king. So um, here Nehemiah is, uh, he's in the, uh, what's called Susa, which is the winter capital of the king. Mm -hmm. um, he's been elevated as cupbearer. So he's a trusted advisor. Right. Uh, and he's, he's living the, now he's not enjoying all the worship, the temple. There's no temple. He's not enjoying all the things that he had. He doesn't have all the feasts and the celebrations that he's had. So his life is different. But he is being blessed. He's the, right. covenant, the covenant is being given to him, and they come and say, "Hey, the city is in ruins, and there's no nothing going on there. The temple's been built, but it's empty, and the city's a mess, and there's no economy there. 
um, and it's, everybody is devastated. And so mm-hmm. he, he receives that and says, oh man, there's a problem, that's a problem. Um, and he says, and by the way, he starts in December, uh, the month Chivlov, uh, and goes to Nissan, and Nissan is uh, April. So it's four, okay. and a, four and a half months. And he basically says, um, I'm gonna go to prayer. And he starts out and says, God, you're loyal to the covenant. Mm. Um, and this, this is a problem, we got a problem here. Uh, what do you have to say about this? And he starts out and says, I'm gonna start the discussion. You're loyal to the covenant. And you, and you promise you're gonna bless our nation again, as you stated. So given that that's your statement, and he takes that out of Deuteronomy, uh, what do you got to say about this? Right. Now, by the way, he's, he's at the moment, he's just thinking, well, how are you going to deliver the, co- I don't know. And I'm, I'm, I'm not there. Right. I'm, I'm here. And I'm, I'm a subject of the king. So I, don't, I doubt if it's going to be me, but I'm going to pray for it. What do you got to say about that? Right. Well, for four months, based upon his, his movement, um, that God's going to solve the solve the issue, he learns. God says, "Well, I'm going to send you." And it's like, huh? <laughs> what? Uh, Are you sure? <laughs> um, how is that going to work? I'm a cupbearer to the king. I can't just go. And God says, "I'll I'll release you." Uh, well, how is that going to work? Uh, and if I go, what do I do? Well, I want you to rebuild the wall and then rebuild the city. Well, if that's true, I'm gonna need material. And right. by the way, that's a long way away. I'm gonna need safe passage because it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So for four months, see, he's, he's playing out. Well, what do you have to say about this? What do you have to say? And it's mm-hmm. very, very specific. See, it gets very specific. Right. That he develops a plan of God saying, this is what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna release you, and I'm gonna send you, um, and you understand. And see, and it wasn't like, okay, I got a problem, we got a problem. God, you're loyal to the covenant, so go ahead and do that and let me know how you do when you do it. It's let me let me walk with you, literally for this case, four and a half months. Right. Uh, let me understand it for four and a half months and, and go step by step by step until it's like, oh, so you're gonna release me from the king this way, yes. You're gonna provide material, yes. I'm gonna provide you safe passage, yes. How do I do that? Well, ask the king for it. Right. Okay. Uh, and so it was It was a process of specifics that he understood this is your answer to the problem. Right. All began with, well, I know you're loyal to the covenant. Now, I don't know how you're going to do this and exactly what that means. I don't even know my role in it. But he's willing to listen until, and then he's he says, yeah. and then he says at the end of this prayer, which is now four and a half months later, hey, by the way, God told me this morning, today's the day. This is it. Are you ready? This is it. We're this is we're often. I mean, that's that's yeah. it. This is the movement. So grant this me is, favor. This is it. <laughs> this is the the moment. So that's why it wasn't hypothetical, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I hope you do it, maybe and perhaps, and who mm-hmm. who knows? I'll pray for it. He said, "No, I'm going to walk into it, including it's going to come down, see, to actual resolution and real situation today." Right. It, it's going to happen. And there's things that are going to happen that you're going to have to pray with and walk and walk with and understand and not just go on the sideline and say, right. I hope it works. Maybe not. 
And by the way, even when you continue in the rest of the book of Nehemiah, God stays in the specifics with Nehemiah. The whole time. Nehemiah, the, the entire time, really has to cling to him and seek the specifics as to how to how to do all of this That's and right. how to step into the resolution. That's right. So that um, uh, as we're trying to, and by the way, and this is what we're trying to illustrate here, is that how did it start? God, he said, God, you're loyal to the covenant. I can trust yeah. you. And just like David, answer me. Right. Give me an answer. Give me direction. Right. Give me give me things. Things have to happen. And that's what we're trying to say here is that, and we're, we're going to get get into, uh, you know, the aspect of um, how to receive it and how to understand it. But basically it's go to God and say, well, you're loyal to the covenant. So show me how you're going to resolve it, and and what role do you want me to play in it? Right, uh, and we'll and we'll talk about that. So we'll we'll continue this uh, next time tomorrow. Uh, this is Christmas week again. We're going to have uh, Dan, uh, yes. your, your husband, and Linda, Linda. Linda, my wife, and we're <laughs> going to share a little bit about uh, Christmas tradition and what's important to us. And Linda, Linda, and Dan can share a little bit about an update for them of some cool stuff that's been happening and around this whole area of, of fear, worry, and anxiety. Both yeah. both have great stories about that. Um, and then they'll share, and then uh, Friday is uh, Christmas Eve, and uh, Kathy and I are going to have a little bit of a cool message about the origins of uh, Christmas carols. Uh, oh, that'll be so much uh, fun. And it's not generic, it's specific. We're going to talk about specific carols. Like, mm -hmm. how did that song get, get started? And it's, oh, it's really, really going to be fun, so we'll do that. So, Kathy, uh, we'll be excited to, to have Dan and uh, Linda on, and, uh, and then uh, do a little thing for Christmas, and uh, as we kind of wind down into Christmas season, we're just excited. We pray that you won't let fear and anxiety overrule you, but Absolutely. that you, you just at least say God's going to resolve it and trust it, mm -hmm. and uh, and we're there for you, and we want to help you if we can. So we hope you have a great uh, uh, evening, and, and we'll see you tomorrow uh, for uh, Dan and Linda. Sounds great. Thank you for joining every joining us, everyone, and thank you, Rich, for continuing to give us such rich teaching. So yes. appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Um, the rest of you, enjoy your Christmas week. Yes. And remember Emmanuel, God with us. God with us. <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, take thank care. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.